Welcome to episode 12 of Drew's Baseball Crew here on this Monday night or Tuesday morning or whenever you're listening to this episode here on the podcast. And yeah, myself, Drew Skyber, bringing you the way to build your winning lineup here on Fantasia Sports. Full disclosure, I got to mention this before we start. If you have listened to at least two of these episodes or even more here, I want to point out how last week you would have taken fourth out of 70 if you used this lineup. And I, I say um, you listen to more because, I mean, I've given some plays on here that have won you know, people some parlays or, of course, some other lineups too if we want to stick with the DFS kind of thing with the Daily Fantasy Sports here. But, look, it's been it's been hot last last week. Again, fourth out of 70 was the big thing on Fantasia. Had to make a story post on the Instagram at Drew Sports Crew, as you see up here. So make sure to keep that in mind. And yeah, I mean, follow the follow on Instagram and Twitter. And then also you can join me on Fantasia Sports as the link is in the description. But let's go through the lineups here. Let's go through the starting pitcher report as we always do. A lot of my fan favorites are going around the bump on Tuesday uh, during this August 16th slate. Um, I got to first say Colorado is at Bush Stadium there in St. Louis, so we don't have to worry about Coors Field playing in, in effect here. But let's go to my first favorite matchup here. I do like Kyle Gibson against the Cincinnati Reds again. What is left of the Cincinnati Reds, I should add. That could be a good play. I just, with strikeouts, I get a little worried. I like Edward Cabrera, but is it Padres, a tougher matchup, might be one. There's there's more guys I like, so I, I would kind of put that one in, put that one to the side. Others, uh, let, let's go to some I like here. Alec Manoa against... The Baltimore Orioles is one. They're at Rogers Center. They're not. They're not in Baltimore. Unfortunately, that would have been an even better matchup, right? With how that field has just drastically changed with the ballpark dimensions. But some other matchups. Cal Freeland was one I was looking at. Sorry, I just was looking at. It was a Freeland I was looking in Quintana also, but Cal Freeland. The story with him is. He struggled at he has struggled in Colorado. He is not in Colorado. He is against right St. Louis Cardinals. Again, that's still that that's still a very good offense in mind. But you're looking at a guy who's maybe cheaper salary wise. He'd be one, depending on where he is on where you're playing. Better be on Fantasia. Dylan Cease and Justin Verlander is a matchup that is going on Tuesday, right? Uh seven ten central. That's gonna be quite the game. I'd be looking, I think, Verlander more here for sure. Uh, the Chicago White Sox struggle against right-handed pitching. I'd be all over Justin Verlander as my top guy. I would pay up for him there. Dylan Cease. Um, there, we'll get to a player who I'm looking at against him there. In the outfield, Kyle Tucker's the guy. We'll talk about it. But I'd be going Verlander if I'm taking a stud. And then if I'm going more of a sleeper guy. Even like I mean, even with Brandon Woodruff, I consider him again. Dodgers not a not so great matchup. Robbie Ray was the other stud. I want to get the studs out of the way. Jacob Junis against the Arizona Diamondbacks was kind of like my sleeper matchup as a guy you know you might want to pair with. Also, JP Sears against the Rangers, depending on how much they'll let Sears go for the Athletics. So one actually to keep in mind. 
But otherwise, if you're looking sleepers, Zach Plesak against the Tigers. Look, that Tigers offense is atrocious. Could also be a good one. And he, he for his career, I mean, he has 148 career plate appearances against him. XBA of 241. XWOBA of 298. So very good numbers there. And, you know, he's experienced against this squad. Zach Plesak could be a good play there on Tuesday. So the starting pitcher report, a lot, a lot of studs. So odds are you're going to be paying up there on starting pitching on Tuesday. So I'll do my best I'll, to provide some sleepers, right? Some guys who maybe you can plug in the lineup to win you, you know, some daily fantasy. So let's go then to the catcher position as we go through position players. And again, Patrick Corbin is actually pitching against the Chicago Cubs. So I just need to mention that right away because you might hear a lot of Cubs, and that's just how it is. Wilson Contreras is the first one. Again, not really a sleeper guy. He'd be one you pay up for, but against Patrick Corbin, it's a very good matchup. I love it for him. Uh, Joey Bart, it, depending if he's playing with the Giants or not. Again, it, that's the one thing about doing this ahead of time. want to make sure I give people time to listen, but we don't know lineups is the thing. Maybe you could say against Merrill Kelly. That's probably one I'm like, nah, but... Jacob Stallings is against Sean Manaya. I like that matchup there for Stallings. I know, right, we know the Padres, or not the Padres, but the Marlins offense is not great, but that could be one to look at. Others, like Jonah Heim, I mean, I mentioned J.P. or Sears, but still could be a potential good matchup. Victor Caratini, if he's starting behind the dish against Ryan Pepiot, could be a good matchup there for Caratini. I do like that. But otherwise, there's not really a lot of catchers. I'm like, yeah. Um, it's hard to say he has Monty Grandal anymore. Salvador Perez, of course, too. I, he does. He's actually a career three for 19 off Sonny Gray. I want to point that out. But maybe, maybe you, you want to be a little brave there and take that risk taking him there. But last guy was Francisco Mejia of the Tampa Bay Rays off of Nestor Cortez, two for six for his career. Small sample size, but, you know, there, there could be some upside there. So Mejia is one to keep in mind, a catcher. Thankfully, you're mostly only starting one catcher, or if you're playing another where you might not even have to start a catcher. So there could be some benefits in that. Let's go to first base. Let's take that one here. And with that, I'm looking through it. And, of course, you know, the big one I was looking at, well, Paul Goldschmidt, you would be like, you got to be including him against Kyle Freeland. That's got to be a lock. He is a career five for 22 off of um, Kyle or Kyle Freeland's career five for 22 off Paul Goldschmidt. Or, you get what I'm saying. Paul Goldschmidt is five for 22 off of Kyle Freeland for his career. Uh, four strikeouts only, but still uh, the numbers really aren't there other than OBP. He's walked is basically where the OBP comes in. But not good numbers there for him, so I'm not including him. However, Seth Brown against Dane Dunning is that's a great matchup there for for Seth Brown. I'd be looking at him for the Oakland Athletics. Matt Olson against Tywan Walker, good matchup there. Vlad Guerrero Jr. against Dean Kramer, I like that. Owen Miller, if he, depending again with Cleveland with the Guardians, if he's playing, I I like Owen Miller against Garrett Hill. Otherwise, look, it gets tough. Again, it, and I should I should have you know hyped up Robbie Ray more. Look, that 
what is left of that Angels lineup is not great. And I'd be I'd be looking at that. You know, if you're if you're desperate there, you're looking for someone to start. Could be a good matchup. Eric Hosmer with the Red Sox now against Mitch Keller, three for seven for his career against small sample size. No strikeouts though for Hosmer there. Like that. Jose Abreu actually is batting a career. He's been 370, 431, 826. So think about that. OPS, you know, over 1,200. And it could be a good matchup for him. Again, I don't, I still don't like that White Sox lineup in general against right handed or against, against um, righties, but still could consider it. Merrill Kelly also, I just want to point out, he has great career numbers against that whole Arizona Diamondbacks team. Like, I mean, or. Miracle has great numbers against that whole Giants team. I mean, and uh, could be one to look at. Again, depends what you're looking for, though, in your lineups. Let's go to second base. Luis Renjifo, who has been... He's been hot there for the Angels. As I mentioned, the lineup has not been great, though. He career average of 400 off of Robbie Ray. Impressive stuff there. Brandon Lowe has done... Very well against Nestor Cortez. So actually, some of these Rays have done very well against Cortez. Brendan Rogers again, we mentioned not in cores against Jose Quintana. Still career three hundred average off of him. Altuve against Dylan Cease. This is one. Also, this is the reason you should maybe not start Cease. He is a career four for nine with a home run, zero strikeouts off of Cease in his career. Again, Cease has made drastic improvements as he has he's you know, developed over time, but still maybe not one to look at it. And this is impressive. Uh, two for 17 for his career is Jonathan scope off of Zach police Still. I, I love police there against Detroit. Well, how about once, you know, maybe you can lean towards Josh Rojas against Jacob Junis is, you know, he, he's been doing well as late and um, the average is there with it. Other ones, look, second base was very thin today, so it was it was it was tough. Colton Wong against Ryan Pepiote. I, I like to throw Brewers in there too. Just just favorable matchups. And then, you know, if you can start um Nico Horner in that spot or Nick Madrigal, you know, I maybe not Madrigal, but more Horner, Horner there. Could be a good one. But second base is thin. Andres Jimenez from the Guardians against Garrett Hill. Also one I would consider at second. Second, not so great there on Tuesday. Third base, however, very good, very good. A lot of a lot of guys who I like to start, a lot of guys I like to play. Gio Urshela against Zach Grinke is the main one. Career 429 average off of Grinke for Urshela. Good matchup. Austin Riley has been hot. You got to go with him. Nolan Arenado against his former team. If you're not starting Freeland, maybe you want to throw Arnado in. I'm all for it. Eugenio Suarez against left-handed pitching is like, I, I like to throw it in like with the Darren Ruff against lefties, right? I mean, Suarez against lefties is still a great matchup. I'm all for it. Take him against Jose Suarez there. Ramon Urias, or Luis Urias's brother against Alec Manoa. Good matchup there for Urias, potentially, depending where you look at it. So third base, right? A lot of guys to look at. Josh Donaldson also against Jeffrey Springs, depending on how long Springs goes. Yeah, could be good. Could be good. 
Otherwise, O'Neal Cruz maybe against Nick Pavetta. It's not a lefty. I mean, you you just got to hope you're not starting O'Neal Cruz against left-handed pitching. Just won't work. Patrick Wisdom against... If you want to do a Cubs stack against Patrick Corbin, I'm for it. You know, a nice three-man stack. Maybe you do Contreras, Wisdom, and Horner. Something, something simple like that. Guys nice and close in the lineup. Could be a potential move there. I actually might be doing that, so... I'll be posting that lineup, of course, with this episode, as always. And, yeah, also Horner, he is a career two-for-two off of Corbin. I should have added that. But Jose Iglesias, who's been hot against Jose Quintana. Matchup there, again, not in cores, but still could consider Paul DeYoung against Freeland, career three-for-eight. DeYoung's been hot. Brandon Crawford against Merrill Kelly. That is the lone Giants matchup I'm I, I'm content with. So maybe if you just want to pick one guy out of that, he could be the one. He could be. Jorge Mateo, who's been hot against Alec Manoa. Potential matchup as well. Miguel Rojas against Sean Manaya there. So another one for the Marlins that I'm like, I, I would consider I'd be content with. Otherwise, shortstop, it's, you know, kind of Leffa is, is one against Springs. Uh, but, you know, some guys, three for 29 is Francisco Lindor against Charlie Morton. Three for 29, zero walks. And that's how 33 plate appearances like like some of these numbers. It, it is just not good. Not good matchups for these guys. Taylor Walls against Nestor, Nestor Cortez. Nothing. I mean, one, one for seven. Andrews against Elvis Andrews against Dane Dunning. Nothing really there. Uh, but like there's some guys here. It's just like, oh. Also, Carlos Correa against Zach Greinke. Career two for 18 is Correa. So some of the stars there at short are not good plays. Again, so keep in mind with salary. You know, maybe not maybe not the guys you want to you want to throw in there. Albert Poulos is against the lefty. Sorry, I'm just throwing that in for outfield DH. Right. I mean, if if they're combined there, I don't know. Depends again where you're playing. But Poulos has done well against, you know, we saw a at least the Milwaukee Brewers saw what pools can still do against lefties. You need to, you still need to play matchups against pools. It is still over pools. I know he's not the same guy he once was, and he is a lot. I mean, he's not really the same guy at all, you know, as he was against right-handed pitching. So you still got to honor though, his him against lefties for sure. Ian Happ again, look, I, I sound like a broken record, just throwing Cubs players in, but you gotta, it's just a great matchup there. Byron Brock, Byron Buxton against Zach Greinke. Like that too. Others I like, um, you know, maybe Victor Reyes again. And that's, I, I like Zach Blesek though. So if you're, if you say no to Blesek, I'd say yes to Victor Reyes is where I'd go. Stephen Kwan, who has been hot as of late. He is against right-handed, a right-hander in Garrett Hill. So, I like that. And again, small sample size for Quan. Two for four and six play appearances, two walks as well for Quan. So could be, that could be something good there. Luis Gonzalez from the Giants is the other. I, I know I said that lone one there for Brandon Crawford being the lone good matchup. Luis Gonzalez against Merrill Kelly it is an exception, but the other big name lefties in that lineup, like Jock, Lamonte Wade, those guys have struggled against him. So even Brandon Belt, too. So won't be looking at that. 
I'm I'm all for Ronald Acuna Jr. Right? I mean, against Talon Walker, why not? Could be a star to look at. But otherwise, outfield it's it's a little tough. Um, Mark Hanna does better against righties. I like to always throw that in mind. So if you can start Mark Hanna, maybe they put up some runs against Morton. Could be something there. Daniel Vogelbach's going to probably get the start there at DH against Charlie Morton, a righty, as we've seen the platoon they've been doing. Mitch Haniger has been hot as of late. I know he doesn't have the great numbers against Suarez, but you can maybe try to ride the hot hand, see kind of where it plays. And then some really deep names. Jake Fraley against Kyle Gibson. One, you know, budget-wise, there could be some value. And then if I can go a little, you know, deeper here, Jake McCarthy against Jacob Junis. And then Michael Harris against Tywin Walker there for the Braves. Some other guys, Vinny Pasquantino, I just got to throw him in there. He's been hot. Uh, so you could certainly be looking at him as they're against Sonny Gray. And then I'll throw his teammate in there, MJ Melendez. Both those those guys. I know Pasquantino is first base, but Melendez, if you can get him in the outfield, which he should be in the outfield in in your daily fantasy apps, wherever you're playing, could be good matchup there. Corey Dickerson's against the lefty, so sadly not going to be playing him. Lane Thomas for the Nationals is probably my final one here in the outfield. I want I went more budget guys on the outfield just because it's throwing all the big names at you. So I'll give you one big name, Julio Rodriguez against Jose Suarez. Hoping for a big game, he might be in my lineup. But that's going to kind of do it here for the lineups and for building your lineup here, your winning lineup on Fantasia Sports. Again, the link will be in the description on you know, to sign up here for Fantasia and then build your winning lineup is the free entries, right? You can win the native Fant token. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm not spending a dime on entry fees and I'm entering and I'm, I'm winning money. I mean, last week I literally just won money for a free entry. It was as simple as that. Great stuff there by Fantasia. And it's a lot of fun too. I mean, they have great, they are just great with the lineup, you know, the lineup interface and whatnot. It's, I'm all for it. It submits right away. No issues there. And then I can follow along, see how I'm doing. So some great stuff. And then scheduling update Thursday night, we will have a live recording again of Journey to a Million as it'll be myself, Drew Skyberg, Zach Roush, and Jared Vleski. We'll be talking about some preseason, a lot of good stuff there. And you saw probably this morning here, Monday, if you're listening or watching here on Monday, we had a live recording from the Journey Million Live show there at Petsco Brewing Company released. Special thanks to David Neuenfeld for helping on that with the audio. Sounds great. Really appreciate his work. And it was a great event. It was a lot of fun. A lot of great people there. And we got to give away a lot of stuff. So with that, that's going to wrap it up for myself, Drew Skyberg. Thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Drew's Baseball Crew, Drew Sports Crew, the perfect podcast for you. Thank you, everybody. Good night.